Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are featuring stories of transformation. Each person has a story, and we want to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of others. As you listen to today's episode, I encourage you to think about your story. How is God working in your life? I promise you, He is on the move. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I am loving this series on telling our stories. And I'm just wondering, are you thinking about your story? As you hear these ladies share their powerful stories of transformation, how they're stepping out in faith, how God is moving in their life, I wonder if you're thinking, Lord, what are you saying to me? Lord, how are you challenging me? How are you calling me to step out in faith? And today we have another powerful story to share with you. It is my privilege to welcome Tamala Tuberville to the podcast. Tamala, welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, we're excited to hear your story. And you have a new book that's called A Rescued Life. And this is all about your story. It is. Um, It is, goes back to childhood where um, it's about my transformation story through God only. Um, I had a very traumatic childhood. I suffered uh, um, child abuse when I was 11, and I carried that shame for 40, over 40 years, the secret and the shame, and uh, this is my story about how God rescued me from that shame prison, redeemed my life, and restored um, to an abundant life. So, Well, I can testify because I was privileged to receive the manuscript and sat down and thought, oh, I'm going to just start it and read a couple of chapters and did not put it down. Oh, and great. so, Tamala, it's just powerful. And one thing that I just want to really affirm you on and in is your transparency. You know, it... In the areas where there was some mess, you were just very honest about that. But through the process of writing, you know, you see the message of God's hope and His love and His transformation and His grace. So let's go back and let's do a little bit of digging around in your story. And then uh, we'll be sure and plug the book at the end because I know our (laughs) listeners are going to want to get a copy of this. So take us back. Tell us about your family, where you were born, where you were raised, and just a little bit about you. Um, I was born and raised in... um, North Little Rock, near Maumel. I lived there until the day I left at 18. Um, same high school, first grade through um, the 12th grade when I graduated. Uh, I have a younger sister and brother who did the same. Um, and um, during that time, um, I, on the outside, I was something different than on the inside, which most people with a secret, especially a shameful secret, are. Um, I have now, I have uh, three grown children, Uh, two are married, I just, uh, my oldest son and his wife just gave birth to my first grandchild, so I've joined the grandmother um, committee. Yes, a fun uh, thing, Which I'm very exciting, very exciting. (laughs) And um, my husband unfortunately passed away about four months ago, Um, so it's just, but God has just been so good. Um, I have grief in one hand and joy in the other yes, hand. Yes. And um, that couldn't be um, a more perfect picture right now of my life is grief in one hand and joy in another. This book was finished before he passed away. He was very instrumental in getting me to the finish line. And uh, he would be very proud that to just see it in, um, in print right now. But. Um, Anyway, so it was time to launch, and I was torn between no and yes, 
is this the right time? Is this the wrong time? And I had help from my family and support, and we said, go ahead and launch it, get the story out there. Yes. And it's just been, God has exploded Yes, that story. Yes. Um, I have so many women tell me how they've gone through the same thing. Yes. And all they needed to hear was someone else's story before they before they told their secret. Yes, and you know, we are very aware of the fact that people are listening even right now who are carrying a shameful secret, uh, something they've never voiced before, and you know, just speak to them as you think about what is your message for them as they have carried this for so long. Well, and um, I always thought it was, I was the only one that had a secret. Um, I thought it was my fault, that there was something wrong with me, and all of that could not be further from the truth. That was the enemy just keeping um, me from hearing God's voice. And I reached a point where I, it was either break, uh, I was either going to end my life, honestly, or I was gonna have to fix my life. And God put the right people in my path and the moment I told the secret, the very, and it's in my book, uh, where it's the turning point, when I was able to tell someone my secret, everything changed. I was free, um, and from that moment on, I worked through a lot of counseling and lots of other help um, and healing from that trauma. And if there's anyone listening who's got a secret, I, all I would say is find someone you can trust and tell that story. It's a treasure. Um, and that's what I love about um, people coming up to me after they've read the book or I've spoken somewhere. Um, I understand that what they're telling me is a treasure. And I want to be that safe place to, for they, so they can leave that treasure. And, um, and when we share a burden like that, a secret, it's, it becomes less of a burden. It's not as heavy. And uh, so the more you can share the story, the less weight it has on your life. I love that. We're bringing it out into the light. The God, you know, Absolutely. God's light of redemption and love and healing. And then that mm -hmm. becomes an encouragement for maybe someone else who's struggling. Now, we don't want to give all, all the details no, away sorry. of the book. <laughs> But we do want to do a little bit of digging. So you, as you mentioned earlier, had experienced some abuse. Mm -hmm. And that, as you were trying to deal with that in and of yourself, it turned into some rebellious kind of um, actions or reactions or decisions. And so take us on that journey just a little bit sure. without, you know, going into all of the details of it. Well, because I took on shame that was not my shame. It made me feel shameful. I felt unloved, unwanted, and also because of my home life. I mean, I couldn't share it with my parents or anyone. Um, so I became shameful. I did shameful things. And the more I did those shameful things, the more shame I carried. And it just was a, a perpetual cycle. Um, I wanted to get out of it many times, um, but I would just find myself again believing that I was unloved and unwanted so I would do shameful things until God grabbed a hold of me and uh, there was either <laughs> either he was going to transform my life or it was going to be a tragic ending yes. I guess yes but, um, I'm, I'm very grateful yes 
so that transformation mm-hmm. that you have talked about where God, you know, it's that fork in the road, That's you right. know, and you, uh, God moved. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it happened more than once. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the one that I, I always cling to because it really was the turning point was when I had lost everything and I had three young children. Um, I had no home. I had no job. <laughs> My husband and I moved uh, back to his hometown in Whitehall. And we had nothing. We didn't have a refrigerator, which was very important because young boys drink a lot of milk. Yes. And so I didn't have a place to put milk. We put it in a red igloo ice chest until we could somehow or another come up with um, a way to buy a refrigerator. And I was home one day by myself, and I don't know why, but I saw this red igloo ice chest in the corner where the refrigerator should have been. And I, I, I was on my knees in seconds. And I laid across that red igloo ice chest and just wept and prayed and wept. And um, I told someone recently I was crying so loudly that I'm sure the neighbors would have called the police if they could have heard. But um, it was at that moment I heard God's voice tell me that he did see me, that he heard me. And um, he made that even more abundantly clear uh, when the next day someone called us and said, we have a refrigerator for you. So um, anyway, that was, and from that moment on, it was, I needed to do everything God. I needed um, to serve as any place I could. At first it was a little tricky because I was trying to repay him, which you know you can't do. And, and of course when that changed, um, when I finally got that straightened out, um, I have just, the, our relationship is grown every time I have a difficulty, just like my husband passing, I know that he sees me and hears me so beautiful and I have met you so many times over the years and seen you at different events and different things and just the the glow of radiance just God's radiance you know and I think when we have experienced that transformation and that grace and that love it does just radiate you know through our lives and so you are such a beacon of hope and um, a beacon of just that gospel message applied to our everyday lives and so I'm just so thankful that you have been vulnerable enough to write that and to capture the story in a book so let's talk about maybe some of the different challenges and difficulties that you experienced and how God uh, you know that's the refrigerator is a perfect example of that but as you were just in community within your church setting and in your ministry setting um, how has God used not only uh, his word but also the body of Christ to love on you and minister to you uh, when I finally was able to tell the secret my church wrapped their arms around me uh, the people that were closest to me like my Sunday school class for instance they let me stand up in front of my Sunday school class and share this story and it made us even closer Um, again because you know I think it's because when you share that burden and you have lots of people carrying it with you it's not as heavy as Yes. And so much can happen when you're not carrying a burden. Um, the see challenges. Oh my goodness, uh, writing the book was a challenge. <laughs> I wanted to write the Beth Moore, the best-selling Beth Moore Bible study. That's right. what that was going to be originally. Right. I had it all planned out, and it took me two years. And I was just forcing this to be 
a Beth Moore Bible study. And then my amazing writing coach said, Tamala, stop trying to be someone you're not. And take all that Beth Moore out and be who you are. And that's, I wrote it in three months. And that that freedom. Oh, that freedom to... And it was all God because um, up until that point, I was trying to do it in my power and the way I wanted to do it. And I think God just wanted me to tell the story, um, which is actually his story. But um, once I let go of trying to be someone else, someone else's story, then it just poured. And that's so poignant for us to think about in our own spiritual journeys because it's so easy to fall into the comparison trap. Or, and this was something uh, when when I was writing my story, I was trying to write it according to how I thought I should think or feel about it. You know, like it's the all the completely polished version, the completely spiritualized version, the completely transformed version. And that God was reminding me this is a process and we've got to start with where we are so that we can, you know, experience that transformation of where he's taking us. And so writing our stories, which I think absolutely everyone should do, whether it's published or not, uh, it really does take us on a journey of transformation because we have have to admit we have some struggles and we have some vulnerabilities and we have some areas that need that transformation and so what did you learn about yourself in the writing process oh my goodness (laughs) um I learned that I am my worst my own worst critic um that I have a lot of thoughts in my thought closet that don't need to be there (laughs) and that was a lot of my my uh, issue with getting over telling the secret was um, that I was telling myself lies, so I learned that. Um, I learned that when you lay, when you're totally vulnerable, um, you make more progress than if you keep those little pieces on the inside that you're afraid people might not like. And some people may not like them, but... It's been my experience since I've laid everything out there that it's just the opposite. Absolutely, and I think then people relate to you and relate to us and relate to different aspects of our story. And then our vulnerability actually becomes an encouragement to others to be vulnerable. That's right. And so that's why I'm so thankful for this series and for the people like you who are stepping up to say, I'm going to share my story because we know that God's grace is on display in our stories and that it will encourage other people to share their stories as well. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about a specific time when God called you to step out in faith. Maybe it's the book. I'm not sure. Well, absolutely the book because I hid and ran from God for so long that, um, I mean, he had always, I feel like I have always wanted to be a writer since high school. Um, I, my husband allowed me, or we worked it out where I could go back and get my degrees. So that gave me the confidence. But to actually step out there and tell the whole world um, everything, just about everything. I'm pretty sure I didn't leave too much out. <laughs> but um, that was a real step of faith. And it's been a blessing since, I love that. since the day that it turned into paper. Yes. Um, it's been a blessing. Um, it's brought me closer to my family, to my friends. I've made lots of new friends. I've done things like this that I've never done before. Right. Um, I think God was asking me to just step out there 
because I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to write that story. I wanted someone else's story. Um, so when I trusted him to take that story and bless it, I mean, it's just exploded. So. And I think that, that you make such a, a valid point in that whenever we take one step of obedience, that's going to really become the avenue by which God's going to continually call us and challenge us to step out in additional steps, which can be a little bit scary. Well, and doing things <laughs> that I've never done before since that's been published, like this, speaking, um, I know standing up in front of a room, well, I did this about a week ago, stood up in front of a room of about 300 people and told my story, uh, some of it from the book, and um, I, it was just God. It was not my words, it was His words. And I've just seen things over and over again happen that way since I trusted Him yes. to be, to carry that treasure. That's so. so, and I love that idea that, you know, your, your story, my story, our stories, it is a treasure, you know, and as we just lay it at the feet of Jesus, he's going to do more with it than what we can ask, what we can imagine, what we can maybe even manipulate or make happen in our own power or strength because of that Holy Spirit empowerment. Absolutely. Uh, whenever I'm standing up in front of a group, and I know that you'll relate to this, we are desperate for the Holy Spirit to Absolutely. move. We're dependent upon the Lord's strength and power for clarity of mind, clarity of voice, and for God to work in other people's lives. But the simple offering that we get to bring is that that Romans 12 one, a living sacrifice. Just come and say, okay, Lord, here am I. And just do what you're, you're going to do. And he always does. Absolutely. And I just, and that blesses me. I mean, that, that really, okay, I want to say yes to the next thing that comes up. And the next thing. So, um, just stepping out. So it just that, builds our faith. Yeah, it's just like, okay, if I did that once, I can do this 10 more times. So. That's right. That's so. right. Okay, so tell us what um, is God doing in your life right now? Um, I am currently teaching um, at a community college in Pine Bluff. Um, I'm looking at ministry of possibility. Um, I have an opportunity to be part of um, a ministry in Pine Bluff full time, so I'm hoping that God blesses that. I'll find out more about that soon. But uh, in the next year, I hope to start uh, a way for women to tell their, write their story. Like you said, it's very healing uh, to help people write their story, uh, even if they don't publish it. But how healing that is to just even just tell yourself your story. That's right. So. That's so. That is so good, and it is so neat to see how God works in so many different lives, you know, the very fact that we're featuring stories and the fact that he's, you know, encouraging you to be, an, you know, a resource for women who want to write their stories. Because I, I don't know about you, but for me, in ministry, oftentimes women want to do these things or just not quite sure how to do they these They need things. a cheerleader. That's they right. They need someone that says, I've gone there before you. Let me tell you how to at least step through some of it. Yes. And I'm by no means an expert. I had to have help to do it. Yes. But I want to help other, and I just know how blessed I was to get to this point. Yes. And how much it's changed my life, transformed the way I think about myself, um, about being vulnerable. And I want to give other people, other women who've been through similar things, 
the opportunity to do the same thing. Can you imagine the impact across Arkansas and beyond as we all get real right. about what God is doing in our lives as we deal with the you know, secrets from the past, right. as we say, okay, Lord, do a new, fresh work, and then give me the boldness to share that, to proclaim the hope that that's is it, ours the, in the boldness. In that's the boldness. But yes. that comes from letting God take the first step. That's right. So. That's right. Okay, so the last question I have for you uh, is this. What inspires you? What oh, inspires Pamela? What inspires me is those women who come up to me after I've spoken or shared, who whispered in my ear, the same thing happened to me and I never told anyone. Um, that's precious to me. That's like that. That's affirming to me because it tells me that I did the right thing that God's using what I did. Um, they just needed someone else to say it first. Yes. And um, I mean, even with this started so many years ago, I've had so many people, so many women say oh, the same thing happened to me and um, I've never told anyone. And I may be the first person they've told. Yes. So that's very inspiring. That is very inspiring. Okay, so we want to make sure that everybody can connect with you, connect with your resources. So tell us uh, how we can get a copy of A Rescued Life. Uh, you can go to Amazon, of course. Yes. Uh, but you can also go to my website, livingoneword.com. That's all one word, livingoneword.com. And we'll put that in the show notes. And then if uh, a woman maybe is struggling with a secret, do you have a list of resources that we can put in the show notes as well? Some good ministries, some good connections, or can they reach out to you? Uh, just get in contact with me. Um, I have Living Well is the counseling center in uh, this part of the Baptist yes. um, Convention. They um, are terrific with trauma survivors that need someone to hear their secret. That's great. That's great. They're well, Tamla, thank you for oh, sharing you. your story, not only with us here on the Inspire Podcast, but with women as God just, you know, is using you to bring to light uh, the beautiful opportunity that all of us have for healing, hope, and restoration in his name. So thanks for joining us thank today. You. And if you, friends, are struggling with a secret, just know that you're not alone. We are here for you. We love you. We see you. And we want to help you. So reach out to us, and we'll make sure that we put you in contact with the right people so that you can experience the same freedom uh, that Tamlin was talking about today. So we hope that you are um, doing well and so excited to see how God works and moves in your story. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full free abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.